This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome back to Blues Focus. Now we're going to be doing a match review today and I'm joined with two Watford fans from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Watford podcast. I'm joined by Justin. How are you, Justin? All good, mate. All good. Thank you. Good. And I'm joined by Peter as well. How are you, mate? I'm very good. Thank you. Very good. International break is bringing down the, the, you know, the heat out of, out of following Watford just for a bit. But it'll come back up after about, oh, I don't know, five o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, obviously, we've just done a video over on your channel as well. So after this video, make sure you check that one out. It was um, interesting, shall we say. Um, definitely do things a bit differently than we do it here. But um, still a brilliant watch if you want to go and check that out. Um, but I'm going to go to you first, Peter. Um, how are you feeling about Watford's start to the season so far? Oh, blimey. Um well, I think the, the thing that everybody associates now with Watford, it used to be Graham Taylor and Elton John, and now it's the fact that we sack our manager every half an hour. Um, it, we're quite happy that the guy we've got, who is Valerian Ishmael, who you'll know from West Brom and Barnsley, has got a sense of discipline, a sense of identity, a sense of purpose, um, because the last, oh crikey, I don't know, over a dozen managers don't seem to have had any identity at all. So... One of the things that people will look at is is and look at our transfer, um, you know, kind of activity over the over the close season. So I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that. That that's been we, we needed a big clear out. We've got a big clear out. Haven't bought in as many people as we might want. But I'm sure we can go through those. But what we're really pleased is we've got somebody who's got an idea and a vision about how we want to play. And the football has been an awful lot more enjoyable to watch, even if we are languishing in the bottom half. The football itself as a fair on a Saturday has been worth watching. Uh, previously, I've been looking to basically kind of cut my eyes out with a rusty church key. It was preferable. Oh, would you agree with that, Justin? Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, the, the, the football of the past two seasons has been absolutely appalling. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely got more pace to it. It definitely looks more attractive to watch. But like Peter says, you know, after, you know, the, the, the opening games up to the international break, we find ourselves 18th. Um We've won one, haven't we? Won one, drawn two and lost two, I think, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, that's not 
not great in terms of results, but yes, yeah, it's, it's it's more attractive to watch for sure. Yeah, I know Peter touched on it there about the transfer window. Uh, Justin, what are your thoughts on the transfer window? Because obviously you've let a lot of players go. Um, some big names as well, João Pedro going, Ismail Assar. What are your thoughts on the overall window and how it's affected the look of the team? Well, it looks sparse. I mean, the squad looks sparse. And, uh, you know, if we have injuries like we did last year, we're going to be in trouble. Um, the ones that went, I think, on the whole, uh, there was no arguments with the fans about the ones that went. A lot of them were... Uh, let's say, uh, in their advanced years. Uh, a lot of them were on quite high salaries uh, and, and and commanded quite a large um, fee, so there was no problem with that. Um, but in terms of what we brought in, um, we spent 50 grand on Tom Ince. I don't know how much, how much we spent on this new number nine, Peter. Has it actually been disclosed? 1.8 million because it was 16 million Danish kroner. Right, okay. So so that's not a lot of money uh, when we've bought in 30-odd million or whatever. We are supposed to be clearing debts and all that sort of stuff, which is fine. Um, but I don't I don't think we've kind of strengthened enough. And um, I think, we, you know, we're going to be holding on uh, if we get injuries. So let's see. I think the players that they've bought in so far look okay. Um, so, yeah, remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. I know... Part of the problem has been, that, for example, we brought in Jamal Lewis, who people will remember from Norwich. You won't remember him from Newcastle because he's been doing nothing but sitting in the bench and the under-21 side. And he came along. He'd had an injury. He came in, I think it was in his second or third session, he took a knock, and we haven't even seen him at all. Um, the other the other left-back, James Morris, has had a knock, and therefore the, pro- the problem has been is that the, the moment you have two injuries, even if you've got two bodies for each position – the moment you get two injuries in that position, you're kind of looking a little bit, kind of pushing people all over the place. Uh, and so, for example, Ken Semmer, which most people will know from the championship as a left-sided winger, um, this year because we're playing inverted wingers in a 4-3-3 shape. So Ken has been stuck out on the right and he has looked like basically, you know, he's just been completely out of sorts down there because he's more he hasn't got the touch to cut in and do something jinky. He needs to be on the left, push it past the fullback and bully him and go. He's been swapped across the left back because of because of that happening. So the performances have been better than the results would 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 show, um, you know, typically. So for example, we 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 I know you you got a you beat uh, Plymouth. We 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 came as close to beating them as it's, as it's feasible to do, but we didn't weren't getting enough shots on goal. Um, the thing that everybody was wanting more than anything was the striker, which is uh, you know who Justin's alluding to, a guy called uh, Melita uh, Rajovic, and he seems to be because he's six foot three, he's you know kind of brick outhouse kind of looking lad, but he's more a penalty box player. Um, we thought he was going to be maybe a bit more back to goal, a bit more furious and chasing things down as you would tend to see under a stereotypical Valerian Ishmael side, but he doesn't seem to be. He seems to more, more be about, no, this this is my office, the, the penalty box, and this is what I do. And so in his first start, he got two against Coventry, um, you know, just by being in the right place at the right time. So we're hoping that we see a little bit more going forward than we've had. Our two defeats have been one-nil defeats, um, mm-hmm. and it had just been kind of, you know, sod's law, Blackburn Rovers, we were all over, and then they got a breakaway goal, and we shot ourselves in the foot with that, absolutely, and we didn't work the keeper nearly enough, but again, we'd only got just got Ryovic in for about 20 minutes of that, so he was like, welcome to the UK, and, uh, and you know, the, the same thing, Stoke away, 
again, we played really well, but they get a breakaway. And because we haven't got our um, deep-lying midfield player, who has previously been a centre-back, but he's been kind of redeployed, he was injured. So we ended up with Jake Livermore playing there. And Jake Livermore will look that way, but he won't look that way. And that was mm. where the problems come. So we're not that far off in terms of getting some results. But, you know, you're in 18th because you're in 18th and for no other reason. Yeah, I know you've kind of touched on it uh, before that although you are 18th, the performances have started to look quite good. And obviously the big issue for you is that you weren't scoring enough goals. Yes, you got that 4-0 at the start of the season against QPR. And that was kind of like, a oh, Watford are going to be good this season. And then since then, it's been goals have dried up. But you've got this new number nine now. So what are your expectations, Justin, for maybe towards the end of the season? Um, well, higher than 18th, mm. I would I would like to think. Um, I, I mean, we ended last season knocking on the door of the playoffs. I mean, we, we, we fell away right at the end, but there was always sort of a, a chance of the playoffs. Um, it'd be nice to be there again because it makes it kind of exciting. But realistically, um, I think, you know, we're looking at probably mid-table as it stands now, as it stands now on the whatever it is of September, the 13th of September. So, yeah, it remains to be seen, but um, mid-table, I think, as it stands. Yeah, Peter, what about you? I think last season we started up kind of in and around high. Needless to say, we fired about eight dozen managers. Um, and then we kind of, the, the problem was the momentum was going downwards. I think this season, I mean, I, I've said what I want to see more than anything is the squad that we do have become more than the sum of its parts. And so far, we've kind of seen that. We've seen far more cohesion. We've seen a far greater level of aggression. We probably haven't quite got the physicality that we'd like to have. But, you know, we are what we are now. We've gone past the transfer window. You've just got to, you know, live and adapt and go with what you've got. I would hope that we would be pushing for playoffs from the mid-table upwards rather than yeah. being up there and then spiralling away, which is uh, mm -hmm. which is the, the, the Watford way of old. So mid-table to, to playoffs, I, I definitely, definitely take. Yeah, so but I think that was coming into the season probably where I expected Watford to be. I think you're, you are that kind of team that you're not going to be right, right up there because you've lost so many of your big players. But I think you're still definitely in that playoff hunt. Um, obviously, we've touched on that you have lost a lot of those players. And I know uh, in past times, whenever Blues have come up against Watford, we've always looked at who are the danger men. And it's always been Ishmael Lassar or it's been João Pedro. I mean, uh, you had Keenan Davis last year as well, who always seems to score against Blues. So, uh, Pete, going into this game, who are the players that Blues should be looking out for from Watford? Well, it, it, it reminds me, Justin and I went on the Newcastle, one of the Newcastle uh, pods, um, literally the day after the game when we played and we drew one one all at, at St Andrews uh, because they were looking at buying Yao Pedro. And the mm. biggest thing we could say was, don't judge him on last night. He was trying too hard and he had an awful game at your place, absolute stinker. Um so, you know, he, he was one that we knew that somebody at Newcastle knew what they were doing because he's the real deal. Ishmael Asar is the emperor's new clothes. You know, we, we, we're we glad, we're amazed that we've got something for him because yeah. he's flat to deceive. Now what we have is obviously the new forward, Melita uh, Rajevic. We're still getting to know quite exactly what and how he does. Hopefully the international break will have allowed him to have really bedded in because he'd literally only been there for about a week uh, when, the, when the break came along. Um, you've then got, because we're playing this four... 3-3 three, three, and the three in midfield are basically playing as, as, as a 
a CDM or a number six, if you like, depending on if you play FIFA or listen to people on BBC World Sport. Um, it, and then we play with two number eights either side, and they both play inverted. And mm. in those areas, we've got some players who can hurt you. So you've got Imran Loser, um, who's mm. a Moroccan international, came to us from Nantes, is kind of faffed about. He's got some real quality on the ball. He can deliver it very well with his left foot. Um, and on the right side, as, uh, as, as I know Justin likes him very much, uh, his name is Georgi Cechvatadze, which is why we all call him Dave. Um, he's, he plays on the other side and he's got, he's equally kind of tricky. He can jink in either side. He can also play wide left as well. So we'll see. Um, and finally, first of all, was the, one of our injured players actually managed to get himself fit for the last game, which was Tom Ince, who was playing on the right side, inverted wing um, in terms of a forward and unsurprisingly created the goal for Milita Rajevic by going on the outside of his man, even though he's completely left footed, he went on the, basically put it in on his right. So it will be interesting to see if if kind of swapping these um, inverted number eights and inverted wingers occasionally might kind of ask a few more questions when we're not firing particularly well. But those would be the people to look out for. And ironically, uh, the final one would be a gentleman called Vacun Bio because oh, he, was play- he was playing as a forward. He'd been much lampooned. He scored a couple of goals early on in the season. But he's more associated with a particular scout that nobody at the club particularly <laughs> likes. Um, and and but when he came on, because he's previously played in this four three three, he's been the the one up front until this new lad came in. We suddenly played with two up front, and wouldn't you know it, we scored a goal. And it was mm. like, ah, that's nice. Let's see a little bit more of that. So suddenly, with with the new man coming in, we may have a few more options tactically for uh, uh, for, for Ishmael to play with. Fingers crossed for us, at least. Super. I mean, Justin, have you got any thoughts about how you might set up against the Blues? Maybe uh, what formation? I know you said it'd be a 4-3-3. Is that something you stick with this season or has it been changing within the game? Uh, Well, it has been. I think it's been changing in the game. Because like Peter said, we ended up having two up front at the end of the Coventry match, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So it has been changing. I don't think he's going to change it much. I think he's... um, I, I think he's probably found his starting 11 now. Um, the only player I think that you didn't mention, Peter, that might get a game, and, and I think that's quite good, is Yasser Espria, a young Colombian. He's 19. He came on as a sub, didn't he, Coventry? Or did he start? I can't remember. No, he's been coming off the bench all season. Off the bench. Uh, yeah, so I think he he can, he can looks pretty good if, if he comes on. Um, but no, I think he'll probably um, stick with what he's been doing. Uh, high press, high tempo. Um, and um, Backman, our goalkeeper, playing out from the back, which is oh, no. give anyone a heart attack. Uh, it's a bit like, um, you know, when you see those lorries that are a little bit overloaded and they sort of go to the side and you go, oh, my God, any minute now, any minute now. It's like that, watching Backman playing out with his feet at the back. It's, it's heart attack time. Um, and he seems to like that. Uh, Ishmael, that's what he wants. So I was going to say he likes that Ishmael, not not Batman necessarily. Batman's, no, no, Batman's, Batman's doing as well as he can, whilst being asked to basically kind of you know here carry these scissors and then run. <laughs> um, it's kind of oh my goodness. Um, yeah. There is in terms of the, the there's a lot of fluidity in the game. So I've talked mm-hmm. about the, the left back. I didn't talk about the right back, but both fullbacks can also tuck into the centre. 
as mm. well. So, you know, everybody's getting a little bit obsessed about going, well, if Man City do it, let's try and do that. Yeah, yeah it'd be great if we also had the £1 billion playing budget. That would also <laughs> be nice if we're going to try and play this. But on the right, for example, we've got Jeremy Ngaku, who's ex-West Ham, um, and he's he's a he's been a traditional fullback, but he pushes into this central midfield area, and suddenly he looks like a player. He will then swap him or do it do it the other way around for a lad called Ryan Andrews, who's the son of a former player, a former player of ours, who's who plays at right back, equally good uh, kind of defensively, and he might tuck in, but he also does these incredible kind of almost underlapping runs because we're playing this four three three. You'll see the wide man really stick out, and then he will make this bombing run. They'll just open it up and play him in. So what we what what he's already done, even though he hasn't actually got the the the, the widest depth of squad or quality of squad on paper, mm-hmm. um, what he seems to have is players who will give you something different in the same yeah. position and in the same shape. So I think we will go with a four three three, but expect it to be, you know, potentially quite fluid. Um, you know, from from a um, from from that as a starting point or a foundation, expect to see a bit of fluidity. And and probably you know Justin and I going like this every time the goalkeeper gets the ball. That's frightening. Yeah, yeah. You need a stiff drink watching him doing that. I tell you, yeah, that's advisable. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, our first goal of the season against Swansea came from a mistake at the back with us pressing, nick the ball back, and then scored. So hopefully we can see that again um, on Saturday as well. Let's um, hope, mate. You might. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Um, yeah, I know on your channel we did a uh, predictions video, which definitely any, anyone who's watching this, 100% you need to check it out because it is the best predictions video I think I've ever seen. We're going to um, bring up as a video now. We know we're going to put a video. Okay. Yeah, just, like, for, just, just for you Birmingham fans. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, very unique. That's all I'll say. But um, yeah. we're a bit bit more traditional here on uh, Booze Focus. I like so <laughs> I'm just going to ask you one at a time, uh, just your score predictions for the match, and maybe if you could give me a goal scorer as well, one or two. But I'm not not going to pressure for it. But uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Score uh, predictions for the match. I'm going to stick with what um, I said on our video, which is three one to Watford. I think uh, Rayovic. I still can't get used to his name. Rayovic, isn't it? Rayovic. Rayovic, there you go. Yeah, it will get one or two. Uh, And I think check for Dadsy's going to get one. He's sort of looking as if he might. So let's go 3 1 Watford. Fair enough. Peter, what are you thinking? Wow. Um, Well, I like like Stansfield, as I said. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll put him a goal. Um, I I think we'll edge it 2 1. I think we'll edge it 2-1. I think we'll be your first defeat of the season um, for no other reason than I'm, I'm a Watford fan, so I'm being kind of <laughs> completely ignoring reality of the whole situation. Um, no, I mean, John Eustace will get a good good, 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 uh, a good reception um, and we'll, we'll see how we go. But uh, if we're going to get goals, I'll say maybe loser might get one and definitely Ryovic, hopefully. Yeah, Super. Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Um, before we leave, do you want to shout out your socials and where people can find you? Certainly, yes. We're available. Mostly. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are normally at DNSYE underscore podcast. That certainly is true of Twitter and I think instagram um but yeah if you just look up do not scratch your eyes you'll either get the troy deeney goal against leicester in 2013 or you'll get our podcast so if you look up do not scratch your eyes we're there somewhere 
And you can go to do not scratch your eyes.com because we've got a website that then has a link to all those other things. If, as, as, a cure, as a cure for insomnia, it is pretty faultless. It really is. <laughs> there you go. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you both for coming on to the pod. And I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. Good right on, everyone. Safe journey, guys. Cheers. Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.